as that's the pathway. I'm going about it in a whole different way. It's very circuitous. Circuitous. I'm saying it wrong, but you know what I'm saying. No, you uh, said it circuitous. Circuitous, yeah, and it's circuitous. It, yeah, circuitous. <laughs> circuitous sounds like a uh, like a like a character. <laughs> from a from a from a British from a from a from an Elizabethan novel. <laughs> we, Have you met Circuitous? We better introduce Circuitous to English Bob. And now here is singer songwriter, broadcaster, audio video artist, entertainment agent, and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James. Kevin O'Connor. Smile, fill your heart with laughter. It's what we all wish to capture. I've got the guest who knows what's best for you. Yes, I do. Where you hear who we got today. With dual chops in comedy and advertising, this man has enjoyed an eclectic career spanning two decades as a message therapist and as a stand-up comedian playing gigs across the country. Empathy and accessibility are the hallmarks of his work. He hosts the Top 1% Truth Tastes Funny podcast, seeking survival tips for a chaotic world and it's followed up with Yes Brand. That's right, he's got two podcasts, helping founders and CEOs tackle branding challenges with humor and humanity. It is my pleasure and privilege to introduce not only a great podcaster, but a dear friend now. His name is Hirsch Repune. So the man who has two brands, not just one brand, he's got the Yes <laughs> Brand uh, podcast, and he's also got the comedy channel Truth Tastes Funny. And uh, I got to hand it to you, Hirsch. Uh, you're in stereo. You're the uh, two-gun slinger from the West. Just I don't know how you're doing it because uh, it's overwhelming the amount of work to put a podcast together, and Hirsch is doing it times two. So... I want to ask you first and foremost, um, what made you decide? I know this must have been a wrestling match for you because it was for me. Because I, you know, as you know, I love comedy too, and I had it kind of yeah. rolled into here, and I was thinking of splitting it up, and I just never had the nerve to do it. So, how did you finally say, "I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do two shows"? What was the eclipse moment that made that happen? Well, I I appreciate you're giving me, James, the the credit for planning that but it really wasn't i really didn't plan it what what happened was i started truth tastes funny first and i was building an audience for it but i have this whole other side and it was and it wasn't just you know funny it was it was human interest and really heavy some really heavy you know uh personal development topics and things but i was not dealing with branding and what i felt was was happening and i have a whole career in messaging and and uh public relations and copywriting and all that stuff and what what i realized was i i needed to let the truth taste funny concept be what it wanted to be and then 
I wanted to have a forum for the ideas that come up when I'm talking to someone about their brand. And so the Yes Brand podcast was born and it comes from that improv rule of yes and you never say no to a to an idea and as, as you know we like to play with those with those uh ideas and and that's what the creative element affords us a chance to play so it's a playground for uh for brand strategy and and for creative ideas so and they're both just growing kind of parallel they're 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 really complementary uh to to one another the truth the uh um the idea that life throws us these crazy curveballs and chaos and we have to muddle through it with a sense of humor is truth tastes funny and the fact that you know when we talk to our consumer our audience we have to talk honestly and that often involves having a little bit of a sense of humor and certainly a lot of humanity so uh they really complement one another i think yeah, so um, as being a super creative, um, it's kind of obvious that you've had this. Have you struggled with, um, and I'm sure you have the too many idea syndrome, shiny metal object syndrome, um, you want to build everything, you want to create everything. So I'm assuming that's that's you because I, I know yeah. it's been me and I've, I've, I've come up with the garage concept. It wasn't even mine. Somebody had told me this a while back, just... You know, you don't have to kill it. Just put it in the garage for a while until it's ready. <laughs> and I, I did that with my branded songs. I proved the concept, but I had so many other things going on that I couldn't turn my attention to it. And it seems like it's it's finally it's time to shine. How do you yeah. handle that, Hirsch, when you have so many great ideas? Do you put them in the parking lot or the garage or do you try to work on every single thing? How do you deal with it? That's a great Great question, James, because the 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 truth is you're right. Like sometimes it's like, I don't know if I'm a super creative or just a hyper creative. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just, you know, so what I used to do is I used to write the ideas down or put them in a document or whatever it might be. But what I didn't realize was it that wasn't helping me stay focused because if I'm getting even getting the idea that is irrelevant to whatever I'm doing. That means I'm not, I'm not focusing. And so what I did was um, I realized that I have to focus on one big goal at a time. So in other words, I'm writing a book. Okay, well, I don't have to stop the world to write the book, but the book is connected to Yes Brand and to my, uh, my work in brand voice and strategy. Um, so everything has to be aligned. Truth Tastes Funny as a sister podcast to Yes Brand is very important. And it's part of my, my routine now, you know, as, as a person, like going to the gym, like, you, like, you know, it's all, it's all integrated, but stand-up comedy right now wouldn't be, wouldn't really be, uh, conducive to, to getting all these things done. So I'm not doing it. I'm not getting on stage right now and I and I'm not writing material and I'm sure subconsciously it's developing but I'm not I'm not trying to spread myself that thin yeah you know the book the book serves the career serves the audience serves the same audience so you know I'm just really trying to to keep all those things aligned and book 
as much time on my on my schedule for the things I need to do so that those windows, you know, are set so that I'm I, I know that, you know, there's enough time in the week to do the things that I'm trying to to do and uh and avoiding burnout i'm sure you can relate that too it's like when you're any kind of business person can face burnout but when you're a creative person you can burn out burn yourself out in one day one in one night of of too much uh creative flow you know of just of just overdoing it sapping your energy you bring up such a good point because um you as a comedian um, and me as a musician, we, we both find ourselves um, on a similar journey here, which is, you know, turning to podcasting in the interim to build our um, respective businesses is such a great idea because for me to get in front of, with all original material, material 26,000 people, okay, Um, It's probably not going to happen at this point because I haven't put enough focus and attention on my music career um, as that's the pathway. I'm going about it in a whole different way. It's very circuitous, circuitous. I'm saying it wrong, but you know what I'm saying? No, you said it's circuitous. Circuitous, yeah. and it's Circuitous. Yeah. Circuitous. (laughs) Circuitous sounds like a... uh, like a like a character from a, from a from a British from a, from a from an Elizabethan novel. Have you met Circuitous? We better introduce Circuitous to English Bob. So so yeah. the, so the journey here is, um, you know, if I can be in front of with all of my creative abilities, you know, these thousands of people. I mean, that was last month, and it'll be over thirty thousand. That's we were just talking wow. about this month. And, and it's like on a, on a really strong growth path. And that will open up the opportunity for me to go and do the right gigs with the right people at the right time and still be able to use my broadcasting career as kind of the hub, if you will, its home base for all the right. other things, for coaching and everything. And you're doing the same thing. I mean, you're able to reach people with comedy without burning a whole night of uh, doing a gig in some comedy club. I mean, for it's tough for comedians, I know, and musicians, it's even worth it. You're going you're gonna to drag equipment and hope people show up and hope you get paid and, and you're traveling and you're going to hotels and whatever. So it's not a glorious life unless, you know, there's two, um, it's almost like there's very few in the middle, but there's uh, people way at the top end who are making tons of money and have you know fabulous careers, and then there's people who are trying to do it from the bottom, and it seems like very little in the in the middle there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but this is this is a pathway. Is is you can entertain your audience, you can trot out your brands of your abilities as a business person of what you can do for people. And still have your creative. You're doing your book. I just put a book out last year. <clears throat> I got another album I'm working on. It'll be my fourth uh, album on Music Row. I'm working towards that. So, so it's all all good in Podcastville. <laughs> right, right. That's what it feels like. Is that this? You know, for me, the whole thing started with the podcast. All of the community, all of the masterminds, and other things that I'm doing, and even the book and. It all started with Kyle 
Sullivan reaching out to me and saying, you know, do you want to do a podcast? Have you thought about doing a podcast? And I just, I don't know, something inside me just said, you know, this is, these, these are great people to be involved with the Pantheon people. These are, these are people who really have a, a greater goal, you know, and that's always encouraging. And so that has become, that's why that the podcast thing is a hub. Yeah. It is a hub for for me in the way that I in the way that I operate. But um but I think it's always good to have, you know, a through line and say, okay, I'm not you know, I'm not gonna just go day to day and see what happens. Yeah. I'm I wanna be very intentional about my career at this point. Well, I think you and, are. I mean you you've you've stated that, you know, you're doing this and you're keeping two brands alive and you're writing the book. And I'm sure we're going to see you on stage at some point, uh, you know, at some point early in the future, uh, yeah. doing your live thing as well. So this affords all of this. And I think really the the greatest part of this, Hirsch, I think, is the relationships. Because, I mean, all those interviews I did, you know, I've got 370 in the can now, I think. And, you know, I remember almost every single one. There might be a few there that I'm a little sketchy about. But um, in almost every case... There's a relationship still there, you know. Somebody yeah. I spent an hour or more with, and and learned about their music or their book or or their profession or something, which just, it kind of has legs. And it's really so cool to have that um, that intimacy with somebody, you know, their spirit, their personality, who they are, what they do, you know, their whole lot in life and everything. So yeah. very few things. Um, are out there that can connect us in this way. Yeah, I had a I had a, I took a stab at podcasting several years ago and it was the yes brand concept also but but I just I, I didn't know very much about, you know, marketing. I didn't have a, a a community. So I interviewed mostly my friends, people that I already knew. And the problem with that is that you're not you're really wasting, you know, you would yeah. have that conversation anyway. Yeah. So what, and and if you're not really marketing it, which I was, you know, I, I had a platform that I thought was helping, but it was, it was not, it, it was just a, you know, blind leading the blind type of thing. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. and, and, and putting on a show in the barn, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I was doing but, the same thing. Yeah. You know, but now, I feel like, okay, every interview that I do, and some people like you and I, we know each other already, and now we're trying to take that to another level and share it with an audience and, you know, uh, and, and kind of extend that. But for the most part, people come on, they come on the show, I don't really know that much about them. Um, and then uh and then by the end of the of the time with them, I have a, a, a really uh a pretty deep understanding of what they do and what their goals are and we build on that and then you know it may be a couple months before i talk to them again but most of them get my newsletter which i do you know for for people who come on the show but i but i only do it once a week really yeah. there's sometimes where i'll do a campaign like i did recently where uh i'll i'll talk about my writing and what I'm up to and what I'm doing. But for the most part, it's once a week and they're going to just see the episodes that are, that are the newest episodes on there. Um, 
and a little bit, you know, to foster that community of people that I'm that I'm building within my little, you know, world of these two shows. Yeah. So as we're, we could spend all day, Hirsch, I think you and I, uh, we could just jam. <laughs> so I want to yeah. I want to get to a couple of things before we wrap up. Best customer for you and your two brands like um, you're a branding guy. So who would be the best uh, customer out there and what can you say to uh, our community of listeners who are on the fence with their business, their brand, and they know they need to do something. How can we get them over the line uh, to reach out to you? Right. I would say that, um, you know, my, and I was reluctant to to say this, but I, but it really just kind of crystallized for me. My, my ideal customer has a, has a messaging problem. And by that, I don't mean that they're, their brand is it or their company or their little business big business isn't doing well or working but their problem is they want to get to another level and they're finding that they're not standing out in the way that they're not making the progress they need to make and um not everybody's in that position that isn't everybody that isn't every every brand or every entrepreneur but at that moment where they're like, I got to do a big campaign. I got to shake things up. I got to change my voice a little bit. I have to break through to these people that I'm that I'm cultivating around me so that they buy from me, so that they help my company grow. Um, I work best in that in that environment where someone comes to me with a problem and I'm a uh, literary problem solver. I'm a I'm a strategic problem solver. Um, that's what differentiates me from the probably from a copywriter who just has a really good way with words. I really do understand the big picture of a of a client. But I would say that you know that 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 solve recognizing that they have a problem is why I sometimes call it message therapy. Even though, and someone said to me recently, oh, well, then they'll think that they have a problem or you're framing their business as having a problem. And I'm like, not re- not, not in the sense that there should be any shame around therapy. Therapy should be a great thing. Therapy should be a, a wellness thing. So the same thing for your brand, you know, working on your message should be a great thing, a wellness thing, a progress thing. And that would be my advice to to listeners out there is, you know, it isn't, Success is just a messed up word. Success is a really weird word. And success also is probably a word that it gets applied in retrospect. That campaign was a success. That business was a success. That endeavor was a success. So don't worry about the word success. Worry about progress. Worry about whether whether what you're doing today is bigger and better than what you were doing tomorrow yesterday. And what you're doing tomorrow is something that your path is you're 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 feeling like you're on a really good path towards something. But the the success thing, oh, I don't know if I'm successful enough. I don't know if I bit don't worry about it. Yeah. So that's something you can worry about later if you even worry about it at all. And I would bet that most people ultimately if they follow this this uh, path of just progress every day, that you know they're never going to really worry about. You know, success is is just a it's just a word. And trust me, I'm a word guy, and it's probably the the least 
the least important word in the end. You know, what happens today, what goes on today is much more important. Hirsch Rapoon, he's the man. So guess, um, give us the best place, Hirsch, for people to reach out and connect to you uh, so they can get on your schedule like right away. Yeah, the best the best place to find me is actually on my in-phone. Uh, my in-phone, I-N-P-H-O-N-E dot co forward slash Hirsch, H-E-R-S-H. And I give that out because this way everybody can reach me in whatever way they want to reach me. If they want to book time, if they want to find out about the podcasts, if they want to follow me on Instagram, this way they have everything at their fingertips and they can get in touch with me if they want to send a message. Um, it's 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 all all inclusive. So we, uh, uh, we will put all of your links in the show notes, uh, Hirsch, uh, including in phone. Maybe we'll put a little plug for Steve Ramona in there, too. That's right. The- Steve Ramona, our, our friend, guest, host <laughs> and and just all around all around uh networking savior yeah he is yeah he's <laughs> the marketing guru for sure man he's he's, yeah. he's down the river he doesn't need to paddle he's he's got it going on uh hirsch <laughs> this was awesome i really appreciate you coming on podcasting your global career and i want to wish all of god's blessings on you your business your family moving forward and uh that sweet little girl that created that song with you god bless you man. oh thank you thank you james thank you brother and same to you Hey, if you guys like what's going on here, please leave a great review in the Apple Podcasts. I've left a simple review process in the show notes and we'd really appreciate it. And also, don't be shy. Forward this to your best friend because you know they need it. Hey, if you need some coaching, hit up the link in the show notes. It's calendly.com forward slash dharmic. And you can take a little chance with me and I'll get you on your way. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery Take a ride with me Ride
and unlock each other's destiny. Places that you never dreamed. I'll take you places that were pictures in your mind. I'll take you places beyond the reach of time. So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride? Mr.